Welcome to the Levity Flowcast. Whether this is your first episode or you're taking a dive through the archives, we're happy to have you. Today we sit down with Sierra Sellers, musician and all-around great soul. So sit back, relax, and let's flowcast. I can't believe you turned down those kiwi berries, Troy. I'll remember that. <laughs> I'm just not super into them. Honestly, I eat more vegetables than I eat fruit. Really? Yeah, Eli's like, the same. I'm like a broccoli, spinach person, you know? Sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes, edamame. Mm. Edamame slept on. Really? I think so. <laughs> How do you cook it? Kind of basic. I just, you know, throw it in the pan, <laughs> some olive oil. <laughs> it's just little, so, like, I put salt and pepper on, like, all my vegetables, and that's about it. I like Brussels sprouts a lot. Really? Also I slept love on. love Brussels sprouts. How do you sprouts. do them? Um, I bake mine and I just olive oil with garlic salt and mm. black pepper. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Very slept on. That's probably the only vegetable I don't saute. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. How do you do them? Like it's pretty much the same way she does, except Bacon. not garlic salt. Uh, grilled broccoli is fire. Have you ever had grilled broccoli? No, but I do asparagus. Okay. So like next time you have the opportunity, put some broccoli in some foil with your seasoning, a little bit of oil, and then just put it on the grill. And I'm talking about like I literally so it like steams, not so it like grills. Okay. Shit is. <laughs> Sorry. See, like, now, now we're getting to the health aspect. Like, I try to steam my vegetables because it's better for you, but they taste so bland. Yeah, they do. Mm, that's tough. I it's know. annoying. I don't have a microwave at my place either, so like. I actually have to steam them, and sometimes it's just... I hate microwaves. Extra, me too. That's why everybody's like, well, don't you get a microwave? I'll gift you a microwave. I'm like, I don't want it. Like, I'm kind of grateful that it didn't. the apartment didn't come with that appliance because I don't really like to microwave my food, so... Yeah. That's My wild. girlfriend made us get one. <laughs> <laughs> so now I cheat sometimes. Yeah, but yeah. Lots of love to join. Well, too, that all, it made me, it forced me to, like, actually start cooking meals like Mm. more meals and stuff like that instead of just snacks or something like frozen true all right so yeah that's good yep it's so tough those snacks are so readily available they're right there yeah i don't keep any snacks in my crib because i will just really the only snack i have in my house is popcorn and you have to make that on the stove too so like it's not like convenient Mm -hmm. do you have like a, a uh something that you can't keep in the house like snack wise, everything. <laughs> like I don't know. I'm I'm a chips and a and a sweet like a chocolate person. So like Oreos will be gone in two days. Yeah. Same really? with like Doritos. I haven't I haven't bought like a bag of chips from my house. Probably in like two years. Two three years because I'll if I snack on something it doesn't matter. Like I had hot chocolate like a big hot chocolate today, and I wasn't hungry for lunch. I didn't eat lunch. Hmm. So, like, if I snack or if I eat something or drink something other than water, tea, I'm, like, not hungry. Mm-hmm. So I try not to so that I'm actually, like, feeding my body. <laughs> I prefer cheat meals, too. Like, I would rather, like, go in on, like, some good pizza or, yeah. like, a burger or something than, like, I don't have a Snickers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. As we sit here with Sierra Sellers, Troy, um, super happy to talk with you. I think one of the neatest things about you is how you've taken off 
as an artist, as a musician in the city. You shared you just came back um, from a trip in L.A. Could you yeah. share with us about that? Yeah, it was really cool. Um, I went out there with um, my friend who is also an artist uh, from the city. And we just kind of went out there to escape from quarantine. And mm. <laughs> I mean, it's not a quarantine anymore, but just from being stuck in one place for so long, we needed mm. a change of scenery. So we got a super fire Airbnb and we just looked forward to going out there and kind of doing whatever we felt like doing, which happened to be music. And it was <laughs> the most fun I've had in a collaborative setting in a very long time. Cause I haven't been able to co collaborate in a very long time. Like right it was just so natural. <laughs> yeah. it was it was very natural it was fun like I'm not typically somebody who likes to be under the influence of anything especially like when I'm writing mm -hmm. but I had my wine I had my cigar <laughs> I was chilling and we right were just like they are goofy fun songs but it, it's great music at the same time so I feel really blessed to have been able to safely go there Day 14, no symptoms, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so don't, don't touch me. We good. Yeah. We need that plexiglass right. around here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm cool, I'm cool. Um, you know, how would you, like, I can relate, and I think Dave can as well as, like, workhorses, but how would you describe to someone, like, you essentially took a vacation. You were ultimately, like you said, going somewhere to get away, but you ended up working. Mm. Yeah. How do you describe that to someone where it's like, oh, you like, I went away, but like, I'm grinding. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody who doesn't do that can understand it. Kind of like how we were talking mm -hmm. earlier, like, yeah. um, because it didn't feel, not that it didn't feel like work. I don't, I really don't know how to describe it. Like, I'm definitely the type of person that if I don't do something towards my dreams or my goals every mm. single day, I cannot sleep. Mm. I have to, Thanks. even if I am in bed, I will get up and do something to make myself feel like I've accomplished something that day. Mm. So I don't think I would have been happy with myself or been able mm. to relax had I gone out there and not did something. Um, but even making music though, that that's not work to me. Like mm -hmm. creating isn't work to me. That's cathartic. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Oh, like, I get it. Yeah. So, uh, we were out there chilling, having fun, working, grinding, of course, but it wasn't like I had an agenda or, a, and it's in what's it called? Itinerary. Right on. Yeah. So very like free flow. Yeah. Whatever we wanted to do, we did. And however we wanted to do it, we did that. So, so obviously you're human, unless you're some other species I don't know about. <laughs> Reveal that now, please. Um, how do you cope with like, you know, everybody has those bad days. Like, do sure. you like ever, have you ever had to deal with like self-shaming? Like, do you have any like oh advice gosh. for like people like that? Cause I know like if I miss a day in the gym, like if I don't get up on time, like I'm just mad at myself. Yeah, no, I am uh, my own worst critic, to be honest with you. I'm extremely hard on myself. I will I will have like 30 to 40 takes on a song and still not be happy. Like I, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, and it's like, Sierra, this sounds perfect. Like no auto tune, like you're, it sounds beautiful. And I'm just like, but it's not good enough. It's not because, and this comes from a place of um, 
just I've wanted to be a singer since I was a little girl it's I believe in myself so I believe that I'm capable of way more than where I'm currently at like I have vision that does not meet my current you know abilities and that's why I work so hard every day because I see and I understand and I believe in myself and I believe in what I can do um so I get mad as hell, as heck. Sorry. <laughs> no, you can curse. You can say whatever. Like, I get fucking mad at that yeah. stuff too. <laughs> when I am not um, able to deliver what I hear or what I see. And coping with that, I'm still, I mean, I am human. I can confirm unless there's something. I see some antenna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I don't have a solution to that other than... Um, I try not to stay in my own head for too long and uh, really do something about it. Like if I'm not delivering on um, a recording or live or whatever, Mm -hmm. I'll study it. I'll sit and study it. I will like background vocals I've really been struggling with. So I started studying uh, Chloe and Hallie, their music, Um, those two sisters that Beyonce signed because their harmonies, they've been harmonizing with each other and um being like their own ad libs and stuff since they were little girls so if you uh kind of tune out the main or like the lead vocal and just listen to their background vocals even beyonce stuff like you'll get a lot of ideas so i I try to do that and be um more logical about it and objective when i start to feel frustrated because you can't get in your head for too long that's dangerous (laughs) yeah i think one of the things that's really neat is that work ethic where did that come from when you talk about like you're on, on quote unquote vacation, but you're still putting in the hours? Where did that come from? Um, honestly, probably from when I used to hoop because, um, yeah, uh, I wanted to be a singer, but then I also wanted to be the first woman in the NBA. Uh, <laughs> so can do both. Yeah. I play, I didn't play basketball. They didn't have like a girl's team or anything when I was a kid. So I started playing in seventh grade. Um, well, at least my dad told me that. Sorry, dad, if you hear this, but I just don't think he could afford to put me on like a traveling team or anything like that. So I had to wait until I was of age in seventh grade to join the school team. So I was behind a lot of people in um, my grade and on the team. Um, So I would go to the Y after basketball practice until it closed Mm. and just work. Mm -hmm. And that was every single day. I'm talking seven days a week. And I was like that as soon as I started playing. And my friends would be like, oh, Sierra, you want to go do this? I'm like, no, I got to get to college. I got to go practice. And they're like, what are you talking about? You're 12. (laughs) 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 But um, that experience, I think the work ethic, like the, the drive was already in me. But that experience through basketball, I did become like, best player on my team Mm -hmm. I did get basketball scholarships and stuff like that so that experience taught me that that shit works Mm -hmm. so if I work hard at something if um you know I'm humble enough to listen and to learn Mm -hmm. then success is tangible like it's 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 a possibility and um of course nothing's promised but um I will work my hardest to make it happen and I always said that like because people will ask you all the time what makes you special like, you know, if you meet people in meetings, they're like, why? What why a question. You? Who asked that? A lot of people. <laughs> yeah. They'll be like, why are you special? Why do you, you know, why do you think you'll make it out of everybody else? And I'm like, I don't know if I will. 
And there's a lot of people My out there too. who have a lot more natural talent than me. But if we're in a room, I'm sorry, you're not going to outwork me. Mm. So I'll do you believe you're special? Like, do you believe in that as like an idea that like people are special? Or I believe that everybody is special in their own way. I also work with kids. So like, <laughs> I get to <laughs> see how, answer. yeah, no, I genuinely believe that everybody has their strengths and their gifts and their talents and it's all beautiful. And that's why in a way, like when people ask that question, I'm not going to be like, well, you see, I got this curly hair and people like it. And <laughs> I got this pretty voice and people like it. And, you know, I can write a little bit and da da da. Nah, there's a lot of people that could do that. Mm -hmm. What makes me special, and I know this about myself, is my work ethic and my. I'm talking about how great I am, and then I'm going to talk about my humility. But my humility <laughs> in the sense that I know I am not perfect. I know that I have a lot of work to do and a lot of growth um, ahead of me. Um, and I know that in order to get better, I have to listen and to absorb as much as possible from um, mentors or people that I look up to. Right on. Can you still shut it down on the court, though? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, my Ooh, shot. You have to think about it. Because <laughs> I can't lie. I can't front. Sierra. I can't front. You see what happened was I partially tore my meniscus and then... <laughs> The, uh, my shot is still there. My handles are eh. Okay. My endurance, no. <laughs> <laughs> so now you got all that lung strength. You yeah, know? you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Felt it. No, but I was doing that for a while working out because I hate working out, um, period. But I also just hate being in a gym. So mm. in the summer, I really, which sucked this summer because this is how I work out and all the courts were closed this mm -hmm. summer. Um, but I love to like do full court layups or whatever run in doing different drills and then go to the foul line and do foul shots and like work on my mental game yeah. and um i would do that and then as i was cooling down i would like sing and try to like <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah sometimes i do my breathing exercises while i work out it yeah. helps um so you know i know you and like you have this energy about you and you come off as like confident and like down to like not hang it's just like chill mm -hmm. but like you put yourself out there but i know from your past and you also kind of talked about anxiety like when going to la and like mm -hmm. being around people was it hard for you to, to be on stage like how did you get over that i know in the past you like you felt scared to go yeah, and perform terrified mm. um i honestly cussed myself out I would straight up be like, stop being a little bitch. Like, uh, because I, when I say I've wanted to be a singer since I was, since I can remember, it is since I can remember. Like, I remember my mom passed away when I was like five, and one of the few memories I have of her is us outside and her asking me what I wanted to be, mm. and I said a singer. Mm -hmm. So I had it had to be before five years old where I was like, I want to be a singer. And I remember singing into my blocks at preschools, uh, <laughs> singing Say My Name or something like. Um, so it got to a point uh, in when I was going to college, I had to decide if I wanted to take the full ride scholarship for basketball to a Division two school or go D3 and accept some academic scholarships. And like the full ride was nice because it was books and everything, but my heart had always been in music. Mm. And so I got to that point where I was like, 
man, if I'm going to do this, because when I go to college, I'm still going to have to have a job probably and playing basketball plus my degree, there's not going to be a lot of time for music. And if I'm going to do this, I need to do it now. Mm -hmm. So it was really like pulling the rug out from under myself or the bandaid off myself Mm -hmm. because, um, I just, I just couldn't be, I couldn't allow myself to not live my life and not live my dream out of fear that other people wouldn't accept me. I've been a people pleaser my whole life Mm -hmm. and I still battle with that to this day. It's hard. I feel the same way. Yes. It's very difficult. Um, so yeah, it was just, it has been just me being like, all right, you want to do this? You need to do it. LA. I didn't, I didn't want, I wanted to go. I didn't want to go at the same time though. I was terrified. I was truly terrified. Cause I was supposed to go out there by myself. And then I hit up Benji and I was like, Oh, could you be, you a try fr- to come? could you be a friend? Like, <laughs> and he was, he was a great friend. He Good. definitely Good. helped me through it. And I'm so glad that I did. I knew I wouldn't regret it. Um, I would regret it if I hadn't gone. So, yeah, I got. That's one thing that makes you special that you'll push past those obstacles and persevere. I'll Mm. try. Yeah, not always. (laughs) I try. I still haven't danced. (laughs) I still haven't danced and did like choreography. Yeah, I'm trying to do that too. Uh, For real, I cannot dance. I I'm also the type of person I can be like I can't do that. I won't. Not even that I can't do that. You don't want me to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I can dance. I can't dance well. That's yeah. like when people ask me about guitar. You play guitar? Yeah, but I don't play it well. <laughs> That's why if anyone asks, like, I just, I play nothing. Like, yeah, I play piano. Like, I've been learning for, like, a few months, but yeah. I won't tell you that. Yeah, no, I play it. Yeah. <laughs> um, in your travels and, and journey and all, you know, we talk kind of a lot about the inner and personal. Like, have you met opposition from the world, friends, family? Like, how has that been? How have you overcame? Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, even with people that book me, uh, sometimes I still feel like they book me off of uh, maybe just hearing about me and don't actually take the time to come to a show and, and kind of scout beforehand or mm-hmm. even listen to my music because you don't know how many times I have been booked and the person who books me comes up to me and was like, you were so good. And I just had no idea that you were that you booked me and you didn't realize I was good. <laughs> Somebody need to get you. Like, who's your boss? No, I Let know what you mean. Let me see the manager. Mean. No, I'll play. I but, haven't like faced that exact thing, but for us, it's been like it's a little bit of an upward battle with hip hop, especially in this city. Mm-hmm. And people will be like, "Oh, like I didn't think you were that good." Yes. And it's like so mm-hmm. you're saying we could have played later and had a bigger crowd, but you decided yes. to go with so and so because yep. there's safe option. Yep. So it's been a, it's been a lot of that. I mean, f- from a young age, there was a lot of people. Like I remember this one time at camp, I sang. Uh, it was a talent show, and I sang Jill Scott. They didn't know who Jill Scott was. Yo, what song? I love Jill um, Scott. I probably sang Long Walk. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because that was my jam. I actually sang that. This is like it's not meant to be sad. It's a cute story. I actually sang that at my mom's funeral. When I was five, which is crazy that I was singing Long Walk at five years old. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is. But I think I sang that song and everybody started laughing at me because I had this like deep voice and the counselors were like, whoa, like <laughs> you're a really good singer, but the kids, yeah, they all laughed at me. So, um, and then in church and stuff, um, I really wasn't seen as like a great singer. Like, and some of my family members, 
basically told me not to do music and mm. even even in the last few years people have been like well it's a good thing you have your degree to fall back on it's a good thing you have x y and i'm just like shut up you don't get it <laughs> you don't get it how do you deal with that knowing what you're meant to be and having one's closest with you even with the best of intent try to rock that um it's kind of hurtful at first um but now that even in like kind of similar with basketball where I was able to see my growth and see the results this year, especially with all the extra time <laughs> I've been able to reflect and take a moment to be like, all right, Sierra, you are getting better. Mm-hmm. You know, you were getting booked a lot in 2019. And even the fact that I'm still able to be getting booked in 2020, like I had five gigs this month mm. and yeah. like, thank you. That means so much to me and um it makes me feel like all right this work is worth it and moving forward and trying despite people you know trying to save you or protect you or Mm -hmm. getting back up after you fail is working Mm -hmm. so yeah i think that's one of the big fallbacks we talk with a lot of artists that will quit they'll hear well my loved ones told me i shouldn't do it and i think that's what would make you special is fighting through that those are the people that make it those are the ones that make it through the keyhole and see through the other side i pray i mean i hope i make it <laughs> i just want to be a tight beat that's all i want to be <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh i also i had a moment last year uh when i sang at eddie v's for the first time mm. um and that was such a special moment for me because I'm about to play with these jazz musicians and they invited me here Mm. like real musicians like my band and stuff they're very talented real musicians too but they're also my friends so sometimes I don't (laughs) view them as like real musicians I know that sounds cut up you gotta change that (laughs) I know they are they're super dope and stuff like that but like I, I I mean I know they wouldn't play with me if they didn't think I was talented and stuff but at the same time it's kind of hard to distinguish that these were like strangers that invited mm. me to play with them and to or to sing with them and I like actually started crying before I go on went on stage because I was like yo whatever happens in music whether I am signed to a label or you know have able to like make this my career and full time like how I live you know mm. I'm blessed Mm -hmm. and I have had such great experiences and opportunities and I'm so grateful for them that like, you know, even if I didn't make it outside of Pittsburgh, like how, how could I complain? What you already have. I have performed outside of Pittsburgh, which is great. Yeah. I actually had my first sold out headlining show in Chicago. Mm, No, we're not talking like thousand people. We're talking like. 45, 50, but still I did that shit. And it was fire. Some people will never get that. I mean, I don't like, I can just relate totally like going overseas to tour and whatnot. We Mm. weren't even the headliner, but to play in front of 500 people. And then afterwards are like, yo, (laughs) like such a great experience. I just relive that all the time. That's the one thing I was trying to set up a tour for us, uh, for this year. And we had such good momentum and it was like kind of about to fall into place. And then, dun, dun, dun. We did it similar. God had other plans. But it's it's cool. 
it sounds like you manage your stress really well. Are there any wellness practices, meditation, anything you do? Um, I do not. I tried meditating. Uh, I couldn't connect with it. But to be honest with you, I didn't give it uh, probably enough time or effort. Right on. But I pray. I am a spiritual True. person. Um, so whenever I'm feeling too stressed and overwhelmed, I just like let go and let God. So Right on. So I think... You're really going to enjoy your float. Yeah. But what do you know? What questions do you have? Crazy questions or not, feel free to ask. All right. So I'm kind of scared I'm going to see like ghosts and shit. Like, oh, here <laughs> do we go. people that, here we go. That, that doesn't happen until the 12th one. Oh, okay. The aliens okay. don't come in and right, get you until the 12th. <laughs> um, yeah. You, I'll walk you through, but you just have to give yourself the hour. Um, that was always a solid advice for rookies. Um, Troy, what would you share with it? Um, honestly, just go in with no expectations. Okay. Like, just that's what I'm thinking. Like, that's, yeah. I just want to go in there and, like I said, just, like, exist. Yeah, that's, like, I don't know. When I first went in years ago before even moving to Pittsburgh, I, like, I'm into astral projection. I've never been able to do it, but I'm like, yo, this is it. Like I'm Dr. Gonna pop. Strange? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really wanted, like, I believe in it. I believe yeah. in it. But it didn't happen, and, like, I still came out, and I just, like, I felt like a new person. Like, I could barely walk. I felt so light. Yeah. So, like, just let it happen. If you are dealing with any trauma or anything, like, it'll probably naturally come up in a way that you can kind of analyze it from a new wow. perspective. So what just a great opportunity. Let it happen. Um, what if I get scared? <laughs> uh, scream at the top of your lungs. <laughs> run out. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, we've had six years... Twenty thousand guests you're in complete control of your experience so the nice thing is um we'll walk you back to the room show you how it goes um but you're in complete control like you can open the door whenever you want to close it whenever you want to um you can step out cool yeah yeah i want to stay in the whole time but i'm i'm really excited about it i when you first asked me to do it i was so scared <laughs> i was so so scared and then I've been thinking about it and trying to like mentally prepare. I actually stopped looking it up because good, good. the yeah. things that I've read online, like there are great reviews and then there's some where it's like, you're going to hallucinate and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, well, I don't, I don't know if I'm woman enough. I mean, you can, this, like there but. are people that obviously talk about it, but I feel like you don't just sit in and five minutes later, you're like in a new dimension. I feel yeah. like it's kind of warranted to some extent if that does happen. I feel like to do that at all, you have to be really at peace and yeah. really like far ahead. So Okay, cool. Just think of it as you're powering down your central nervous system, like from the inside. We're inundated with so much stimulus throughout the day that our insides are just firing constantly to get in there and to turn that all off and allow your body to rest you'll yeah. certainly feel different afterwards. So do you ever have any people that come in here um, who like struggle with sensory like overload and yeah. things like that and they yeah. just come in? Do you ever have any children come in here? We do. The youngest one we regularly host is eight. Okay. Um, and mom's, his mom is very open about like, you know, he's online learning now. He's always yeah. in front of a screen. Um, some of the younger people that we have seen before would talk about um you know having to deal with bullying mm -hmm. and things like that because once you're in there and you're in that silence you can really hear what you're telling yourself 
And if you can hear that underlining tone, that shadow self that we talk, um, you can rewrite that too. It's a very empowering thing when you realize that you are in control of that. So for younger people, it's it's doing really good things. Cool. Um, yeah, I just think about some of like the kiddos that I work with. Um, like my, like I said, my full time job is like a child care coordinator. Right on. So um, in my background, I do have a degree in special education as well. So mm. I'm thinking about like sensory rooms and things like that, mm. and yeah. what um what that would be like maybe for a child with special needs if they would be able to if something like this could help some of them it wouldn't be able to help all of them of right course on. but um because they all have different needs but yeah just curious you'll probably have the best assessment of that after you do it but yeah. <laughs> generally i think this could help most people yeah on a we like to do a little stress level level likert scale one to ten what are you feeling like today um uh Today, I was definitely feeling like a seven. Okay, right on. Yeah, right now I'm probably at like a three or four though. Once I, because this is all I have to do tonight. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The rest is in my control and I could choose what I could do. So once I get to where I need to do and I'm, you know, there, I'm more calm. Right so like on. driving here, I was probably still at like a seven. Awesome. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Anything before we get to you, all right? Oh, just have fun. Enjoy it. I'm excited. Cool. Yay. And uh, look her up on Spotify. <laughs> right now, Sierra Sellers is enjoying her 60-minute float. It was really interesting to hear as she had some apprehension going into the tank. So let's drop back in and see how she enjoyed her experience. Santhamum, peppermint, and ginger. I was so hyped to like listen to him talk about that tea. It's like finding somebody that's passionate about food wow. or that will talk about pasta. Like, that's just all about it. When he's talking about, like, the indigenous teas and the leaves and where they're grown, like, you're not getting another fucking tea. Like, you're getting tea from Dobra. <laughs> I just hope that I get to travel with him the next time he goes somewhere to get tea. That's, like, my biggest thing. I just started doing his social media when he went to Sri Lanka. So I'm hoping next time he goes to like China or somewhere, it's like, dude, he's going to another country as a single man. <laughs> he's not taking you. <laughs> I, will, I, I love you. And I know he didn't go alone last time. Yeah, I felt really bad. Would you hear that story that he shared about his partner that he had to fire? No. Oh, oh, the drug. Oh, my word. <laughs> that was hilarious. I finally I don't feel re- bad. Well, no, I mean, I just I just recognized like, oh, OK, you're real. Like, not only was that like your partner, your business partner that showed up to work drunk face down, but that was your best friend. <gasps> and I, I just I mean, I seriously gained a level of respect for him. I was like, all right, you're a real motherfucker. Like, you got to make cuts to like. I'm still laughing because as a new business owner and being the only employee, I haven't had to fire anyone. So <laughs> I'm looking to hire someone. What, what business did you start? Uh, do social media management. That's kind of how oh, I got into this. Cool. I hit him up about doing a social media. He's like, nah, but I want to do a podcast. I'm like, well, I have audio experience as a musician. Uh, that's tight. <laughs> cool. Sierra, welcome back. How do you feel? Honestly? Yeah. I'm going to coin a phrase that my friend made up when she was about to go into surgery or came out of surgery, like a marshmallow in a bag with no worries. <laughs> 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 I'm going to make sure she listens to this. That right on. 
I will be honest in saying that I wasn't, um, I wasn't like floating the whole time. It was really difficult to focus. I was like, honestly playing mm-hmm. when I was in there at first and like yeah. moving around and stuff. But, um, there were moments just like in meditation where it just clicked and I was mm-hmm. like, yo, and I feel, even though, like I said, for the full hour, I wasn't locked in, um, I feel like way more relaxed than I have in a very long time. Like this is something that I would like to come back to because I think that the more I would get used to it, um, the more I would be able to, you know, actually fully accept what was happening. Mm -hmm. Um, But you were, I heard exactly what you were saying, like your mind, Mm -hmm. like I couldn't turn it. I thought I'd be able to just like zone out. (laughs) <laughs> I could not turn it off. And, um, but it was, wow. I highly recommend this to anybody. <laughs> like, right on. Yeah. That's that first one, no matter how like open-minded you are, it's just such a different experience. Yeah. And that's why it's so tough when we first talk with guests on the first part to be like, this is how you'll feel. Mm-hmm. It's like, you just have to give yourself the hour and see how your body responds Yeah, and to see how you feel afterwards. Well, I also had a question. So like when I yeah. was in there, well, I couldn't close the door because I'm terrified of the dark. It's <laughs> Wait, you floated the entire time with the door open? Mm-hmm. I just had my eyes oh, wow. closed. Um, but you could tell that you need it closed because all of a sudden I could feel how tired my eyes were. And it's crazy. I was like, whoa. So I definitely want to do this stuff again. And eventually I'll be able, I know I will. Um, It's like a control, not even a control thing. What is it? A vulnerability thing. I don't Mm -hmm. like being vulnerable. Um, So if all of, I felt uncomfortable with all of my. A good hack for that too, is to use the towel. To put the towel in the corner of the door sometimes too. Oh. So that way it's still like partially open. Yeah. So it's not all one or the other. Yeah. That way you really have some, like, you can fold your towel and probably get a good 30% light in there. Mm-hmm. So just thinking of like little for the steps future, for you yeah. to get you. Yeah. Heck yeah. But that, I mean, even with the door open, that was so relaxed. Like my body right now cloud right oh my gosh and then uh yeah i just i just want to like lay down and just chill even more it's beautiful i haven't been able to feel this way in a really long time so thanks awesome. for this experience <laughs> right on. i always like to ask this and it's up to you how much you want to divulge but mm-hmm. is there any like serious situation or anything that you were able to work through in your mind Um, I don't think I was able to work through it. I think that's what triggered me to like sit up at one point. Um, but I think that it gave me a safe space to explore it more than I normally would. Awesome. Yeah. That's progress. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things too, that we talked about before going in was benefits for kids. Mm -hmm. Now being on the other side of this experience, working with kids, can you see an avenue where floating would be beneficial for some kiddos? Yes, for sure. Um, there's a couple of kids that I know that I can, um, would think that this would be beneficial Mm -hmm. for them. I mean, I don't think people, adults, I don't think we give kids enough credit. Um, Mm. 
I was just talking about it today, like thinking about when like transitioning for kids, mm. uh, if they're playing and all of a sudden you have to go and you gave them no warning and you're like, all right, time to go. Let's go. Because we don't see play as something important, but to them, it's very real. And it's, you know, that has to be kind of jarring to like all of a sudden you're in this other world and you're told that you have to drop everything and follow. And a lot of times adults will be like, line up and kids will be like, where are, you, where are we going? You'll find out how that's kind of scary. <laughs> like, <laughs> Not a comforting face, yeah, phrase to hear. Especially if it's like a new kid and stuff and they don't know the routine. So like. I think that, like I said, we don't give kids enough credit and we don't take their stress seriously. Mm -hmm. Um, But their stress is just as real as ours. And I think something like this would give them an opportunity to just be and to like, yeah, I don't know that this was just so relaxing. You kind of forget about time, Mm, which is nice and rare in this um, society. (laughs) (laughs) So right on. Is there anything else, Troy, as we get out of here? No, I'm honestly kind of just like stuck on the whole kids thing. Like I really like your perspective and saying like how kids stress is, is real. Like it's definitely mm-hmm. an overlooked thing. They're just kind of expected to adapt and be flexible because they're told to be. And like I have a whole we could talk forever about this, about, you know, raising kids to like be obedient <laughs> and uh, mm. calling it like a benefit like in being disciplined but it's obedience and stuff like that so so do you have like a method or way that you approach kids um I'm still learning I'm still growing learning from my mistakes for sure but um I don't know I just believe in listening to children I learned something today that was really cool from um one of the parents we were having a meeting about um their child's behaviors and they told me that um when you're building rapport with a child um, the, there's this one thing it's called parent child interaction therapy. Mm. And, um, you might know this being a school counselor, but it was really cool. The first phase of it is building rapport with children. And it tells you not to ask questions when you're mm. playing with the child and things like that, because questions, um, are demanding. If you think about it, like, you're asking a question, you're ex- that child is expected to respond. What if they don't want to? They're engaged in play. You're, once again, taking them away from the world. So instead, like, you're supposed to repeat back what they're saying and um, use narration and things like that to, and they'll eventually open up and you'll be let into their world and learn about them through that and through play. Okay. So it's a really like crazy thing yeah. that I learned. I was like, the first thing I do to build rapport with a child is like ask them about themselves to try to get <laughs> to know them. And that's yeah. like one of the techniques or one of the therapies. It's like, nope, you shouldn't do that. So it's a cool perspective and I'm I'm definitely excited to try it, put it yeah. into practice. So, yeah. The last thing I have to ask now is like, do you feel like you learn about life and the world and see it differently by being so close to kids regularly? And how does it affect you? Oh your my music? gosh. Yeah. Um, it affects my music because sometimes I hold back, um, in what I would like to say as an adult and woman, um, because I know that children are listening and, um, I, I don't know. There's still part of me that feels guilty if I like cuss in a song because I'm like, okay, what if a kid hears this? And, you know, it's a very old school way of thinking but it's more eloquent too like yeah. i try not to yeah but sometimes you just gotta keep sometimes it real. you just gotta say <laughs> the f word like 
broken trust hit you yeah. like a Uzi like, I see you. Thank you. Um, but so it holds me back in that way. But uh, working with kids definitely, I don't know. I, I don't know how many people are blessed enough to say that they laugh every day when they go to work. And, you know, that they just are smiling and then like a kid just runs up and hugs you for no reason. You just feel so loved and that like nothing else really matters. Any other kind of stress that you may have. It's so such a difficult job, but it's so rewarding. I can't see myself, you know, even if I am blessed enough to have a full career in music, not working with kids in some capacity, like. And they keep me young and they keep me, my spirits <laughs> high and they keep me goofy. Like I'm, I'm mature, but I'm also very immature. Like they were making fart noises today and I was laughing like, yo, <laughs> I don't know why I'm a whole ass adult, but this is funny. Like, <laughs> I don't know why when you said that, I thought of like milk, like if there was a section and there'd be like a skim adult, whole ass adult. Whole ass adult milk. <laughs> anyway and that's the Sierra <laughs> when you went in you're saying you're pretty stress free on the other side one to ten what are you feeling oh stress level? like a zero right. honestly like I'm not even trying to gas it like this I I don't know I just thank you for this experience oh, honestly because sure. I needed it <laughs> I really did so I highly recommend this Last question. As a creative, somebody in the music industry, how can you see other creatives using floating? Um, I think especially in the time that we live in where social media is so prevalent and necessary for our, our craft and everything and trying to move forward. Um, this is like a great experience and opportunity to just be mm. for an hour. Like literally not have to think about like how you're going to execute something or what you're doing in like comparison to somebody else, whatever. It's literally just time for your body, your mind and your spirit. Like, and it's a really like a, it, I don't know how, what's the word I'm looking for? It covers all of those things. Like my body feels relaxed. Oh, like Holy Trinity. Yeah, low key. Like <laughs> uh, my spirit feels at peace, and my mind is at ease. So, like that's a really cool trifecta. Mm -hmm. Right on. Yeah. If that sounds good to you, head head over to scheduleyourfloat.com. Get yourself right with a sixty or ninety minute float. Sierra, it was awesome meeting you. Yeah, it was, it was great so hosting good. you. Me too. Thank you. Where can we find you? Um, you can find my music on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, SoundCloud, YouTube, Google Play, I believe Amazon Music too. Or where? Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> I just hit select all. <laughs> You'll find me Bandcamp, cool. et cetera, et cetera. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you. I wanna relax, relax, put my mind at ease Good friends and good vibes, now that's all I need When life hurts, come down and flow to levity Let your problems wash away into serenity, whoa